0: Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Timeline. I am with my main man Bill at Super Flex. I am with the co-host with the most, Drew at Dr underscore Pra. Fellas, how are you guys doing?
1: Uh, excited Lions game tomorrow. Uh, another primetime game, so that's fun. Um, hopefully they beat the Packers.
0: I think that's going to be a really fun game. I mean, sometimes these Thursday games are a little hit or miss, but uh, I, th- I think you got two teams that are playing at least fun football. In Packers' case, I don't know if it's good football, but it's fun football, so, you know, uh, it'll be it'll be good. How about you, Jerry? how are you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back, man. It's – uh. It's always fun when it's two of us but uh it's i think the best when it's all three of us doing our thing so all right we got the chit chat out of the way the hellos why don't we um get into the good the bad and the ugly of week three drew hit us up with some good news
2: uh, i'll start with a small one before i do the main one here uh seeing a lot of highlights speaking of the lions uh, how good was that ball fake from Jared Goff to get tackled and have the defender celebrate thinking he got a big sack there? <laughs> like, what, yeah, a, think... <laughs> what a quick pass there. Uh, and then, yeah, he just stood there and took it. And I don't know. They get a penalty for it, too. So, ended up in – I can't remember if they got some more positive yards out of it, but I had to watch that in slow motion a couple times to see see him get rid of that ball that quick before he got hit.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, um unfortunately the uh the defender there didn't have the luxury of watching it a couple times to see what actually happened and uh, he got dinged. No. Poor guy
2: it's stepped tough over and celebrated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I mean you can't hit the guy, you think you got him, and then yeah, it's just uh it's an unfortunate Unlevel playing field, I think. Yeah, I
2: thought that was just—I uh, thought that was slick. So speaking about the game tomorrow night, right? Because then uh, watching Aaron Rodgers in the Jets and Hard Knocks this year, all trying to guess each other's—like, is it a—is it a play action or is it a real handoff? And you know, seeing them critique each other's form—it was, it was pretty slick by Golf there. But um, yeah, the the real good that I had for this week, um, man, there was some really good. I know Herbert had a big game and huge. Huge uh, completion percentage, but I guess kind of bigger uh, beyond just this week is is Tua really that good? When You look at what he did. You know, eighty almost eighty nine percent completion rate this week. Um, I don't know where the the Broncos D fits into the bad part, but uh, how bad they really were. But that's an incredible completion rate throughout. You know, uh, fifty minutes of the game or however much he played. Uh, I forgot when the subs kind of came on there, but um ridiculous to see you know that much production uh that efficiently uh and without waddle too so it was tyreek it was mostert um it was a chain which was uh i I was listening to another podcast here and it's crazy to hear i think mostert had a negative a dot this game but his average his average gain was double digits um but uh you know it's pretty incredible by tua to to be efficient and and put a, that kind of game together and that kind of beating on the Broncos. But, yeah, I guess I, I was curious what you guys think as far as where are you on Tua at this point for this season, whether you're thinking season long or even further than that. I mean, is he is he that good?
1: Um, well, I mean, I was listening to a podcast also today, and somebody had mentioned that, like, in six-point touchdowns, like, if you just take all the games that he played a full game, um, over the past two years, he's averaging 26 and points per game, which is pretty elite, you know? Wow. And, um, yeah. so, I mean, he definitely fits, um, what, uh, McDaniel wants to do, you know? And, um, so, I mean, I've, f- I personally felt like people were probably overstating. I understood the, the um, concern on if he was going to retire or do things like that, but I always felt like the, um, the concussions, if he decided to continue to play, were a little bit overblown. Um, You know, I I mean, if he keeps getting them, obviously it's a concern and I think it's probably going to be stuck in some people's brains for quite a while, but there's been so many players that have dealt with this and continued to, have long careers yeah. after that. I mean, for every Jordan Reed, I feel like there's many more players that played a long career, um, you know, with the concussions. So, yeah. um, I mean, as long as he's playing, I mean, you have to kind of lump him up in that top six QB, um, you know, wow. uh, tier. here. Um, I'm not sure if you should ever go too high just because like, he's kind of the Joe Burrow, level where he's not really gonna win with you know running um or getting that extra points from rushing um so i think he has a ceiling but i mean he's so effing efficient um you know in this offense and it's just it's fun i mean obviously like after they put uh, a 70 burger on the uh, score uh <laughs> scoreboard you know you can kind of wax poetic but we'll see you know when he plays somebody that knows how to tackle
0: yeah, yeah. I, I like the most. My, my thing has always been, you know, and, and I don't know if this is just me or if this is the the general thought. I was never down on tour because of talent. I've always been down on tour because of injuries, like the guy. Like we we kind of saw this, obviously not to this extent, but was it week three last year where it was. Miami, Baltimore, and they had that shootout where Miami. Mm. I think Miami came back at the end. One of those teams came back at the end of the game to
2: win it. Huge comeback for Miami, yeah.
0: Right, and that that was a shootout too. So, I think especially with this kind of incarnation of the Dolphins with Tyreek Hill, with I mean Jalen Waddle Waddle didn't play in this game, but Jalen Waddle on the team, um, you know, all of the old running backs from San Francisco. That, you know, they got A-Chain involved in this one. Um, so, like, I want to be higher on Tua, but I'm like, am I going to am I gonna finally hype him up in then week seven or eight and go, here's a shoulder injury, here's a knee injury, and we're, we're talking about him missing, you know, five to six weeks. Because that's kind of like what Tua does. I mean, I'm hoping for the best for him, obviously. I don't want anybody to get hurt, you know. And if this yeah. offense can kind of keep clicking like they are, I mean, that's just going to be fun. Whether you have pieces of that Miami offense or not, you're going to just enjoy watching them. So um, that, that was a good, and before, before we go to the bad, I don't know if you guys saw the tweet about Denver's defense. They gave up 17 week one, 35 week two, 70 week three. And, uh, you know, so I, I retweeted it and said, didn't think I'd say it this early in the season, but start all your bears for fantasy. And then I put a little winking uh, gif at the end of it. But, you know, 140 for the bears, apparently um, incoming. So just, you know,
1: Yeah, this is uh, truly in. the uh, the uh, movable object versus the resistible oh, force. Jeez, Th- this game like. Yeah who wins that battle between the defense of the The Broncos and the offense of the bears? Like you gotta think the offense wins, right? (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) wouldn't you just tell uh, fields to just run? Like, I mean, yeah, right. Here you go. This is, this is it. Just, just, if you see an opening run, if you don't see an opening run,
2: and I don't know. I, I feel like there's some defenders on the Broncos that know their job's on the line this week, and you know, there's no way that wants to have anything like that happen again. So, my my money is on the defense shutting them down, and it being super ugly, like six three, seven three.
0: Oh,
1: that would be awful.
0: That is <laughs> that is so painful. And, and by the way, that that matchup, you know, a battle of two. 0 oh, and three teams um, going after it. And we also have Vikings Panthers this week, which is also another battle of two Oh and three teams. So we got, <laughs> we got some teams winning in their first games in week four this week. Um, hey, right, Since we're talking about it, let's throw this up there real quick from puff pass kick. Would you flex Roshan in this game? I would.
1: he's definitely somebody that i would consider i mean obviously it depends on your other options but um, yeah i mean he's definitely somebody that i mean actually him or herbert are both people i'm considering playing um get your dj more in there i'm less excited about that but yeah
0: i mean (laughs) at this point i mean the, I mean, yeah, it's a funny joke to say, you know, the Bears are going to score 140. But I mean, they've given up 105 points in the last two weeks. I mean, you know, it would it be would it shock you if DJ Moore slipped by a guy for a 68 yard touchdown, and you know, he might be two for 70 with a touchdown. And you're like, all right,
1: or he could be two for four. <laughs> he could, you know. I'm no, not, I, uh, I get what you're saying for sure. As as
0: little faith as I have in the Bears offense, I have as little or maybe even less faith in the Broncos defense. So Denver is favored
2: by three and a half, and the over-under on the on the line is 46 right now. There's no way. There's no way there's gonna be 46 points in that game.
0: Listen, Broncos might give up 28 on their own.
1: <laughs> so that's 24 and a half to 21. Basically, would be yep. the uh, implied totals. Yeah.
0: Yep. Hmm. Oh, it'll be it'll be interesting to. Uh, so speaking I mean, of bad, there, yeah, let's yeah. get right to the bad. Uh,
1: my bad is uh, T Higgins. Um, T Higgins is. I heard this on another podcast, and I looked it up. Um, he had a decent week two, but week one he had eight targets, zero catches, and then. Uh, he had two catches for 21 yards this week uh, on eight targets. Um, so, getting a lot of targets at uh, 28 targets in the three weeks, um, but he has 10 catches in those uh, on 28. And I think a lot of that has to do with Burrow. You know, mm-hmm. just he's not able to um, probably get his timing down because he's not practicing, and you know those are the harder uh, passes to complete. I you know in general. And when you don't have that touch, it's like ha- having a bad short game, you know, in golf. It's just, uh, if you don't practice that, you're going to be uh, all over the place when you, you know, when, when, uh, pressure's on. So, uh, unfortunately I think, uh, until Burrow starts practicing and is a little healthier, I don't, you know, really see things improving too much unless they shorten, uh, Higgins routes some, you know, and. Um, so just a bad situation right now for actually a lot of the, uh, Bengals. Yeah. Um, not, not
0: what I was expecting for the Bengals. Obviously I think, uh, Burroughs is hampered by injury, but man, we kind of thought that they would be okay. Even with the injury, they, okay. Maybe not elite. Burroughs is hurt a little bit, but I mean, I think I think I would be telling the people a major lie by stating that the Bengals offense has been okay. So. Um, yeah, it was,
2: uh, it was rough to watch. It was good for them to get the win. Higgins had one bad drop that I saw Monday night, hit him yeah. right in the chest yeah. middle yeah. of the field, but he had, he had a, I, I don't know how you guys feel about speaking of tough, tough time to be a defender. Uh, you know, he had an offensive pass interference called on him down the sideline, where he made a pretty good catch mm. that got taken away. You know, I that mean that made was it totally offensive
1: career. pass interference. So <laughs> I mean, he completely shoved the dude out of the way. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: but yeah. So are you are you trying to go after him if uh, if you're seeing this or what are your what are your thoughts there?
1: I mean, he's somebody I would consider going. I don't know if he. I'm going after him. I actually have zero T Higgins, which stuns me and umpteen teams um but i think maybe i have one i don't know but um he's somebody i would consider adding but i think i'd be more likely to go after him on a team where i'm not contending Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know just uh so i can kind of just weather it um and not worry about the points and Burrow might be like this all year and they might just decide, Mm -hmm. okay, we're going to rely on our uh, defense because their defense is really good. You know, maybe they just, uh, you know, tighten everything down and, you know, turn it into a little bit more of a, uh, a shorter game and, and we'll do it that way. So, I mean, I think this year could be rough for the offense. I mean, I think, It looks like Chase is going to get his – Mixon's going to get touches. I don't know how efficient he'll be, but Higgins kind of just looks like um, until Burrow's right, he's going to struggle. So how long is that going to take? I mean, he said he restrained it at the end of the last game, which was the game that he did well with Burrow. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So, I mean, Burrow was out for pretty much the whole preseason, right? So, like, he – it could be another four or five weeks before he gets right. So, I mean, I almost think I'm willing to wait and roll the dice and see if things are bad a couple weeks from now, and then maybe try to make a move for him as opposed to, but if you really like Higgins and believe in the situation and, you know, you think that he's going to get re-signed there. um, Otherwise, like I think you might only have one more year of him. Is he in his fifth year this year or is it next year? I'll well, a he, doesn't I think it's it. next he doesn't get a fifth
0: year because he was a second rounder.
1: Oh, that's right. So, so this, I think is this is his last year. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're they have a in week a... seven.
2: but Yeah, they have a week seven buy. So I think if you want to get him, you need to get him in the next couple weeks before Burrow gets a couple of weeks of rest and maybe comes back a little sharper. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see him back. I don't think they can afford him back there, right? I don't look at that stuff close enough,
0: but I
1: the mean, salary
0: cap is a myth.
1: To a point, but then th- you have to ask yourself how much money you want to spend on three players, and that's right. that's a legit question. And, I mean, if anybody, if, if somebody is outside looking in, it's him, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of quick, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but, Bill, you brought up an interesting point. I want to just spend a minute or two on it. If you're a rebuilding team, you know, We all kind of said, yeah, maybe going after Tiggins would be a good idea. What would be the price you would be good paying if you're going to end up with like a top three pick? You're one of those bottom, bottom teams.
1: See, that's where I struggle. Like, I'm not going to pay like one of those top three picks for him. No. Right. And I think that's what somebody's gonna want. Yep. Um so I would I would probably be more apt to if I had a later later pick um along with that, maybe move that plus a player. Um, yeah. you know, maybe if I had like a mid plus like mostard or something that could help a contender or mm-hmm. or Thielen or you know, somebody right. like that that yeah. could help somebody for this season, um, yeah. or whoever you, you just insert old player. Um, yep, yep. I, I I think I would be willing to do something like that. I'm not sure I want to move if I'm a if I'm a rebuilder. I definitely want one of those top you know three four picks, of course. Yeah, so right. would you give I mean, up
2: uh, if you've got Cooper Cup on your IR right now? Would you give him up for Higgins? To oh, a contender?
1: if if I'm a yeah. rebuilder, absolutely. Get him off. I think I think they would require more though if I was selling him. Think so. Get get Nakua's
0: uh, back up off your off your team if you're like rebuilding.
1: cup in a second. Do it.
0: A top yeah, three set like a yeah, if it's like
2: one a of two top or three, three
1: plus answers,
0: cup. So.
1: I mean, I would that'd be something that would I, I would consider if I was a rebuilder. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's probably right. Um, interesting, interesting. Maybe I'm overstating the or understating the value of Cup, but I think there's a lot of unknown there, and just to be able to get a 30-year-old off of my roster would probably be worth mm-hmm. taking a little bit of a hit value-wise. I think he's. I yeah, still yeah.
0: think he has name value. I mean, yeah, ob- sure. obviously, like kind of the the Puka experience has happened, but. I don't think people are just so bought in that like Puka Naku is now the one and Cooper cup comes back and gets enough. Like, I don't think
1: people generally believe that. I'm so excited for that offense. When, if cup comes back, like, I think that could be a really fun offense, like with Puka and then bye-bye van Jefferson and put two, out on the other mm-hmm. side. I mean, I think that that's like dreamland for McVay and, and uh, Stafford, you know, yeah. that, that's that's just be like probably a lot of fun for those guys. So
0: a whole bunch of guys just running around, causing havoc in different ways. Yeah, that's yeah. Sean McVay dreams about that.
1: I'm going to look up some trades, see if there's anything for T Higgins lately that looks interesting. Okay. All right. while, you while got your ugly doing, Josh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. While you're doing now we'll again to the ugly, I'll, I'll do a little foreshadowing here uh, with one of the messages that uh, goes friend of the show puff pass kick hook we were talking about the great games the o3 teams battling it out he said don't forget about Kansas City versus the New York Jets on Sunday night and man you know we 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 bag on the uh the schedule makers why do these Thursday night games stink why do these games but like think about the schedule makers when they made this oh week four Sunday night football we're gonna have Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. It's, oh, man, it's going to be Sunday night delight. And, you know, never mind week four. You know, we barely get four plays out of Aaron Rodgers before that dream is dashed. And my ugly is the guy that came in to replace Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson. Look, we, we talked about this earlier, with you know, when I kind of talked about Tua. I never thought it was a talent thing with him. It was more of a, can he stay on the field thing? Zach Wilson, is a talent thing, man. I mean, let, let me just read you this line. He played an entire professional football game, mind you. 18 for 36, 157 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. And if you thought, well, you know, Zach Wilson, you know, he's mobile. He's good on his feet. One rush for one yard. That was Zach Wilson last week. And uh, let me just throw some more numbers at you so you can can embrace this suck. A a QBR, or sorry, a a quarterback rating of 61.9 and a QBR 17.6. I don't even know how a quarterback rating that low is humanly possible, (laughs) but Zach Wilson did it. And, I mean, not only is it ugly for him, but, like, oh, man, you know, we were hoping for big things from Garrett Wilson. That's ugly for him, too. Oh, you know, Brees Hall. We know he's kind of still recovering from the injury a little bit, but we thought between him – Dalvin Cook, that running game would look nice. Now it's ugly for them, too. Like His ugliness is just seeping <laughs> into all of the other Jets' fantasy assets that you thought you were going to have, and it's just ugly. They signed Trevor Simeon. Uh, I, p- I picked up Trevor Simeon in a couple leagues. weeks, so I'm like, I don't know how much longer – you know, there there have been reports that the team is kind of like revolting now. Like apparently Robert Sala is a, is a Zach Wilson apologist uh, in the locker room. Uh, so I feel like it won't be. T- now, am I saying that Trevor Simeon is going to win a bunch of games for the Jets? Probably not, but I got to believe it, it's some kind of an upgrade once he kind of gets up to speed on the offense a little bit than what Zach Wilson has been putting out there. By the way, just as a point of reference here, Zach Wilson, his QBR is 33rd. His season-long QBR is 33rd. There are only 32 teams in the NFL. Behind Andy Dalton. And by the way, I don't know if if you heard the stat about Mike White, in that, uh, that Dolphins game you were talking about earlier, he threw two passes and had more fantasy points than like five quarterbacks that started games. Well, actually, four quarterbacks that started games and Jameis Winston, who played like three quarters of the game or two, or half of the game or something like that.
2: Sam Howell is one of them. <laughs>
0: Here, here's the crazy part, though. Sam Howell got sacked not, sacked nine times, still had more passing yards than Zach Wilson. Like, put that into perspective. I mean, the Bills just utterly dominated the Commanders. Dominated. I mean, there was no aspect of that game where you thought the Commanders did better than the Bills. And he still had more passing yards than Zach Wilson. Think about that. Just, you know, when you think you have it bad, at least Zach Wilson's not your quarterback. Sorry, Jets fans, but it's true.
1: So here's some uh, Higgins trades in the last week. Uh, Higgins for Camara. I'll Higgins for Chubb in a first. So this was after Chubb got hurt. Right, right. Um, Higgins and F- T- Jerome Ford for Stefan Diggs. Uh, Higgins and Jake Ferguson for Puka and Chig. Oh, I like that. Uh, Higgins and Camara for London, a second, and Chubb. Okay. Higgins for JSN. Higgins for Madison.
0: All right, I gotta start inquiring about some T Higgins out Yeah, here.
1: I mean, I feel like people yeah. are really kind of freaking out. Um, and that and these trades were after his week two game, so which was good. He had two touchdowns, I think. So yeah, he had um, a really good game. I mean, here's one. It's a uh, twelve team super flex, uh, Burrow Higgins for JSN and two firsts. I mean, I think JSN and two firsts is Burrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's at least that for Burrow. So you're getting a free Higgins. So those are all of them. I didn't skip any offers. Like that's except okay. for the ones that involve oh. like six players or five yeah. players on each side. Yeah. So um, that shows wow. you that Higgins could be had if you if you like him and you're willing to take the risk of him being, you know, in a maybe less ideal situation quarterback wise, but maybe more ideal target wise. Um, uh, you know, yeah, I
0: mean, it, it, it almost sounds like the, the kind of trade logic you had earlier with, if you're rebuilding a second and like an older player that can help a contender, like, you know, like you said, you mentioned most or we saw Camara who is still suspended, you know, we, we saw Chubb getting thrown in on a couple of those deals where, um, you know, Chubb's not playing this year and, you know, we don't know what kind of the future holds for him. It actually, you know, it was just a torn ACL. So it seems like it was a lot better than we thought, where we thought it was going to be like a total knee reconstruction, which, you know, could have been the end of his career, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I might have to go uh, T Higgins hunting. Yeah. Especially teams where... I know I'm rebuilding. So, like, if he stinks this year, cool. Like, that helps. And he's a free agent. Somebody's going to pay him a ton of money to be probably the one or the, you know, I mean, he's kind of the 1A in Cincinnati, but Jamar Chase is so good that I think he's, you know, more of a two in that situation. But I think somebody who – you know, doesn't have weapons, is going to say, all right, like, here, come come grab a, you know, come grab this guy and, and let's bolster, you know. I mean, who knows, maybe Houston. <laughs> Houston says, hey, him and Nico Collins could be the uh, the tag team of the future for uh, CJ Stroud who's playing pretty well. But on that note, that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Appreciate you guys. Uh, always love hearing kind of what you come to the table with and it's always fun and before we go any further, fellas we got a question in the chat from these nuts my name is Jeff oh, that is a name um Rashad white or James Connor rest of season um this is this is an easy one for me so drew, why, why don't you start us off Rashad white or James Connor rest of season. Uh, I mean, the old guy's getting it done, isn't he? That's my thought process. Like, <laughs> what, there what you have the, it.
1: Answered. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, really, what are the weapons in, in Arizona? I mean, last week, everybody was a weapon. But, I mean, the first two games, it's been James Conner and Zach Ertz has pretty much been the majority of the offense. So, yeah.
1: I mean, I one we, has a chance of losing his job, and the other one – doesn't, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what it boils down to, because I think that the, the upside of Rashad White's negligible compared to the risk. So um yeah. I think that alone just makes it easier for me to see James Conner. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with you. I think Rashad White is starting by default for Tampa Bay and James Conner is starting because he's getting it done in games you know i i think that's a big difference because like you said you know any running back on that team can have a great set of practices for a week and they could be starting the next like rashad white hasn't done anything in games to make you say all right this guy can't get taken out this guy has to be our starter so um that that's a good one um we got a little bit of time um questions were light this week so did you guys make any trades this week? Was there anything just burning a hole in your head that you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, so I definitely, I've been making a decent amount of trades, but I was you. reading up in uh, one of the discords I'm in and somebody uh, was talking about uh, Mike Williams. And if, uh, if, you know, cause a blown, knee, uh, you know, Blown out a knee is like basically a year and a half sentence, right? Because mm-hmm. even if they come back, they're not back to who they were to start. You know, they're always a little uh, hesitant and there's the compensation injuries and things like that. So concern is like you almost don't get Mike Williams for next year either. And so um, I think we're all in the league together. Maybe maybe that's the league. Um, I traded them for a Thielen and a fourth uh today and I was like well at least I'm getting a something out of Thielen this year I mean I don't necessarily need it but um I mean Mike Williams sadly um it's just one of those trades where it's like what's he gonna be at 30 years old after this and, you know and he's he's always had injuries anyway and and then you know, you're gonna sit around and hold them and hope for anything. Like, at least I know I can cut Thielen at the end of the season <laughs> and yeah, not worry yeah. about it. You know, so it's like almost like, okay, I get something out of him this year, and then we just cut him if uh, if need be. And
0: yeah, nah, no, I, I saw that trade you made in um, Superflex Army too, and I was, I, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, damn, that's a really good deal.
1: Like, I mean, it, it works out because he's like rebuilding, and it's like right. I get it because the value is gonna be back next august i'm sure you know like it'll look eh, different but is it i mean i think that somebody will be interested in them uh, it's like you know godwin came back and he he played but he was never quite the same all of last year even you know right. but and that my concern is like godwin's different because he you know his adot so much shorter right uh whereas like somebody who's Launching down the field, that's a little bit more of a concern. And jumping up and landing on his back all the time. Like, he never comes down, you know, in a normal position. He needs to start taking uh, classes with Tua on how to land, seriously. But um, I'll look up some uh, trades I've made. I've I've made a decent amount of trades recently.
0: I, I feel like every time he jumps, he's, like, trying to figure out how he can put both of his feet through the turf like it's just like it's always awkward and it, it feels like he lands with like way too much power it's just like ah, what are you what are you doing here man um while while Bill's looking that up Drew did you you make any deals this week uh
2: I haven't gotten anything done I had a couple offers come across uh one of them for the uh the super league that we're in uh, 14 team PPR there and uh, getting offered Mike Evans and uh, I, I'm my team is kind of in that probably a, it's probably a top five out of the 14 maybe a top six but mm-hmm. maybe it's not uh, not fully there so trying to see if there's anything I can do to kind of launch myself up there but um w- guy we talked about a few weeks ago so this is the last offer that came through I would get Mike Evans and I would give up Jameson Williams.
1: I mean, it makes sense. I mean, that's about like what you have to give up. Um, I mean, ultimately, it's if how much is Evans going to help you, you know, and how much you believe in uh, uh, Jameson not being a Genoa, knucklehead. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I, uh, I declined it for now. I may send it back out there. Uh, the one that I'm, I'm really kind of uh, I missed this because it was sent Sunday morning before the games, and I got busy. Uh, I was offered. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I, I, for uh, Justin Fields, Jameson Williams, and a second.
1: Say say that again.
0: So three seconds.
2: <laughs> I would get Lamar Jackson, and I'd give up Fields a second, and Jameson Williams.
0: Well, don't don't give them up this week. They're scoring one forty. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I like that.
2: I do. I was, I was upset that I missed it before I got caught up at work and I couldn't respond. So uh, I may throw those back out there and see if I get either one of those to come back. But, um, but yeah, in that league as well, I've got, uh, I've got Puka. That's the only league I got Puka in. I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. Do I hang on to them and keep, keep rolling? Uh, if cup comes back, you know, does he, he stay as involved? Is he going to continue this magical run he's been on or should I try to get out while the values seemingly pretty high still?
1: Somebody in a podcast today was kind of um, at, talking about like they're kind of I think it was in a uh, legendary upside um, with Pat Crane and um, oh. like Davis Maddock and um, they're talking about like if you get a career of Robert Woods out of him, are you happy paying what you got to pay right now or what you've already paid for him and just run with it? Like, his mm-hmm. value is not probably – unless he pulls a whole Travis Fulham, which he already got cut by another team before he went to Philly and had those three or four weeks, in the, and it right. was the middle of the season right. where Puka is a rookie, first game week one, you know, showing up. I mean, I think you just roll with it, you know, just take the points that you get and, I mean – what are you going to get that's better?
2: We Well, I guess uh, what I was thinking earlier is trying to decide, do I believe more in Puka or do I believe more in Jameson? If I can get Evans for either or, is there one that you would prefer to give up over the other to get Evans back? Jameson.
1: I would give up Jameson. Okay. I mean, we,
0: we've seen Puka do what we hope Jameson William can do.
1: I mean, the difference is if yeah, Jameson were to do that, his value would be so much stupid higher than right. But that's not going to happen in Detroit. He's not going to get that many targets. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I think I I would get rid of. And this is a Detroit guy. I think I'm getting rid of um, of Jamison before Puka. If I can do that at the same. You know, make the same trade. It's my option. Um, nice. So, there's one guy in one a 14 team, um, 14 team super flex that I'm in that uh, basically announced he's rebuilding and he wants to get rid of any aging players, and so or any players. And I offered him a second and a third for Puka and a fourth. After week one, and he accepted that. Nice. Then the next week, that was September 14th. September 15th, I offered him Jameson and three fourths for Stafford um, because I thought Stafford looked really good week one. So I kind of was like, and yeah. so he took that. I mean, and I'll take the quarterback for in a 14 team. Yeah. Um, and then, um, He had been trying to get rid of Mike Evans, and this is where I brought it up, um, actually. And so on Sunday, I traded him, Burks, and Tyler Huntley for Mike Evans and Zach Ertz. Good for you. So Burks, basically, I figure Burks for Evans. He gets the young player, just hope it hits, rather than having a 30-year-old wide receiver. And I get, like, why he did that. Um, Not... You know, he's like, obviously, I'd rather a pick. I'm like, well, I'm not offering you a pick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So it, leave it. so it was like, you know, and he had been hoping to get something and nobody else is making offers. So he's like, you know, he's taking what he can get, essentially. And, you know, yeah, you can't risk it. And then Mike Evans gets hurt or something, you know, and yeah, then you lose all value. So um, I'm fine making a move for Mike Evans. I mean, he obviously looks like old Mike Evans and you just take it while you can and you know, you're going to have those games where he scores zero and you just got to
2: leaves in the first quarter.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just part of having him on your team and you just have to accept that, but you're getting the other games also. And yeah. So, but on the other side, if I'm rebuilding, I'm trying to get him off of my team immediately because you don't know when that uh, when Baker Mayfield turns into a pumpkin and it's likely to happen uh probably soon. So um I, so, yeah. I kinda of think
0: Evans is quarterback proof though.
1: I mean it's starting to look that way, right? Yeah. Um, I mean well, I mean the
0: the more
2: of a gunslinger the better, right? I mean he did well he did all right with Davis. fitz fits there, right? And yeah, okay. Jameis kept him you know. Benny, it was Jamison. It was Jamison missing him by ten yards when he was wide open. <laughs> it was, right, that was <laughs> wow, Yeah. overthrowing him. All right, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back here. So, uh, tell me what you guys think about this. I'm gonna send this. This is actually going back to K-Mac, who's uh, been in the OG league with us as well. So, if I were to get Lamar Jackson and Mike Evans from him, I'm trying to combine both deals here, and if I give up Jamison and Puka Fields in a second.
1: Say that again. Jameson, Puka, Fields in a second for Lamar and Evans. Yeah.
2: So more or less, Jamison for Evans, because he put Jameson in both deals when he offered these to me. So in one of them, I'm substituting Puka in instead of Jameson. So would you give Fields, Puka in a second for Lamar?
1: Fields, Puka, and Lamar? Fields, Puka,
2: and a second. What I hope will be, yeah, what what I hope will be a later second in a 14 team league for Lamar.
1: I mean, I probably would do that. At this point, I'm trying to divest a little bit from Fields where I can. So you're saying, so without Jamison?
2: Uh, No, no, no. I was just kind of splitting it into two parts, but the total would be Lamar Jackson and Mike Evans for Jamison Williams, Puka Nakua, Justin Fields, and the the second.
1: Yeah, I would probably do that. I
2: feel like it consolidates a little talent for me. My other quarterbacks would be Stroud uh, and Mac Jones at that point.
1: (laughs) see a puff pass kick (laughs) asked, is Mike (laughs) Evans Zach Wilson proof? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully we can figure proof. that out. <laughs> said quarterback <laughs> proof. Yeah. <I> mean. <laughs> um. Yeah, I probably do that. I th- I think that um, just getting Lamar and knowing that he's going to be the quarterback for the next two three years um, for sure um, that makes me feel better um, I mean Jamison, you don't know if he's ever going to be anything. I mean, he might end up being Devontae Adams, or he might be. Uh, you know, Tim Jones. So like, might
0: be Mike Jones
1: or who? Um, so yeah, um, I'm fine with that. I mean, you're giving up a decent amount of a youth. Um, and I mean, he's buying low. On the quarterback hoping he hits and i mean he might that might be like a huge hit for him right because if jameson hits and fields comes back that's a great trade for him uh, but you're getting the security and the scoring this year um for sure um you know barring injuries so
2: yeah i mean i
1: don't necessarily know that puka is going to score any less than mike evans though to be honest with you
2: that's also fair
1: facts so like I don't necessarily know. I'd almost rather just try to make the trade without Mike Evans. Um and if I have to throw something in on top of Jameson, I would consider that like a pick, you know, or something like that. Um like a second, third and fourth or something. Um I'd be fine doing that. Um Or
2: yeah, okay, yeah, we'll see uh We'll see where it goes. I'm going to send something back because he came and sent me a couple of those offers, you know, back-to-back days. So he's he's definitely trying to get something done. So i like to make something work if I can.
1: I also had a, a pretty big trade last Thursday um, in a 12-team start 10, um, uh, start two tight ends. Um, so, you know, only eight it's a super flex. So it's basically you start six running backs and wide receivers. So um, nice. And it's PPR. I traded Waddle and uh, Zay flowers for Bijan. Uh, I'm pretty sure I overpaid. Um, However, fuck it. Like I'm happy. That's my only Bijan and I'm happy to have them. So, um, I probably paid up and that's okay. Um, I mean, it depends on what you think of flowers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I have them in a few other teams, so I wasn't too worried about it and I have a decent amount of depth. I like I usually do. Um, So it it doesn't hurt quite as bad, but um, that's two pretty big hitters. I think, you know, like if uh, Zay Flowers commands the amount of targets he's commanded so far that he could end up being uh, one I regret moving. But Bijan's Bijan. Bichon. It gives me something to cheer about when I see him make all these amazing plays. I don't get disgusted because I have zero <laughs> Bijan on any of my rosters. So at least I can say yes, he's helping me in one league.
2: Yep, same. I've only got him in one. I don't think I have flowers in any.
0: Yeah, I have no Uh-oh. flowers, no Bijan.
1: So there's a league I'm in. in my or uh, er, what's it? Uh, FFPC league. Um, Somebody put Devontae Adams on the uh trade and he's 0-3. And uh so would you move Addison or Zay Flowers for Devante? If you're contending, I would. I mean, I'm definitely contending, yeah. yeah I,
2: I would send Flowers before Addison personally, but that's just what just if my you personally. have Jefferson? Yeah, then you probably probably send Addison.
1: I mean, would you do I'm it or do as, you just say, I'm going to hold these guys? And I not mean, Adams
2: just being ridiculous right now with the amount of targets he's getting. And I mean, the teams know that's where Kroplo's going. You still can't do a damn thing about it. So, I mean, you have uh, a rookie wide receiver, either of those guys. You know, I, I see the merit in believing in either one of them. Honestly, I, I didn't. I didn't think Addison would be either. Um, you know, kind of playing second fiddle to Jefferson, but I think that's been a, a really good balance for Minnesota so far. And I've just always struggled with um, wide receivers in Baltimore in general because typically Andrews has been the target, and then you know the wide receiver one is already relegated. So, uh, but yeah, if you've got one, if you keep one of those two guys you've already got Jefferson to get Adams i mean that sets you up so well and gives you such a good buffer um i i would be fine doing that
1: i lost Chubb in that league so it's like i'm kind of i have mccaffrey also so my team is like quite you know solid um and hurts and tua so like it's yeah. a it's a pretty solid team but um I have a lot of like wide receivers like Amari and um, like Gabe Davis and, and guys I don't mind putting in my lineup. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's not like um, Devante. Um, I mean, you get Devante
2: like a, and Jefferson, you're you're almost locked in for 50 points a week between those two guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're both averaging 25 points and, um, I was surprised to see Addison actually is averaging more than uh, Zay flowers by less than a point, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, he is averaging more. Um, I was trying to see what I could do outside of uh, those guys, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't think, I am yeah. pretty sure he's going to want one of those. Um, so we'll see.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, it, also, I don't hate it. Cause you still have youth. I mean, Jefferson is still young. You have one of the rookies I mean, Cooper is still going to be serviceable for another year or two, I would imagine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel – how do you feel about Cleveland now? Because, like, I mean, I got to say, Watson looked like Watson this week. and He's getting I better. I don't know if it's just the lack of Chubb there that he gets to kind of be a little bit more dynamic. You know what I mean? Maybe that was like way more structured with Chubb there because it's like hand the ball off, hand the ball off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Maybe he's now going, Okay, I gotta make things happen, and he's more comfortable in that role. Um
2: like Yeah, almost puts him back in a, a more Houston-esque feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, he just looked like his passes look good, everything just looked better to me. And um I don't know. It's it's interesting. So I guess I think what, what hurts
2: them the most for fantasy is their defenses too damn good.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I've, yeah, I don't know. I, I there's a another trade I was thinking about making in a um, sixteen team league. Um, and I always struggle. Like I'm not in. I'm in two 16 team leagues and they're super flex and so that there's just zero depth, you know, like, I mean, yeah. you're uh, Jamal Williams is out. I'm struggling at running back. Like, it's just, that's how bad it is, you know? And um, so like, I'm starting Rico Dowdle and nice. um, yeah, it's just not ideal. Like I'm, I have a decent amount of wide receivers, but um, like I could do, I could offer like Bateman for like Ford, Jerome Ford, maybe. I mean, there's a guy that's kind of shopping Ford right now. I mean, Ford didn't look great. Um, he didn't get – if he didn't score the touchdowns, like his his stats would have looked horrendous. Um, so like – but they went up against Tennessee, who's really good at against the run. So like sure. those are things that kind of make me go, well – Maybe uh, maybe buying Ford might make sense. I mean, Bateman just feels like he's a a sunk cost at this point, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, like it's like okay, well, is it because he's hurt? You know, like but then he's always hurt, so it's like hard to like. I mean, he looks good. He looked good last year when he was healthy, and then, god damn it, same thing. You know, like gets hurt again. It's a it's it's a different league yeah so you think yeah, you would do that? different
2: I would be fine doing that again I mean I I already told you what I think about Baltimore receivers in general and he's so far down on that totem pole at this point yeah if you can get value for him and uh yeah I mean because you don't you don't know how Kareem Hunt's gonna hold up he's aged so even if they split you know 50 50ish or 45 45 and somebody else comes in for the other 10 or Watson takes the other 10 you know you got to think that they're going to be in enough close games where they'll be running, like we said. You know, their defense keeps them in it, so it's not like they have to commit to the pass coming out of halftime. So, uh, and they they let Hunt
1: go in favor of keeping Ford around. So, would you do that, uh, Josh? I didn't hear the original deal. Oh, Bateman for Jerome Ford. Yeah, and a sixteen team. Yeah, okay.
0: You could have told me it's twelve team. I would probably still be okay with it. I mean, what's the I,
1: so I don't play a lot of 16 team. This is my first year and I took over an orphan in a 16 team league. And then I did a startup in a 16 team league. So um, my bad puff pass kick. I, I know it's Rico Suave <laughs> Um It looks nice out there. So um, I like just not knowing like how to go about it. Like, is it, do you take less risks in a 16 teamer because you want that depth? You know what I mean? Like, or do you take more risks? Because, like, I feel like I'm giving up years, right, of Bateman potentially, um, where Ford might be just this year. But um, Or do I just play it like I do normally, like, in a 12-team league? Like, I just feel like depth is, is so much more important, right?
0: Yeah, I think you take more risk because there's probably less to be had. Like, how many are you starting in that league?
1: um let's see here i i want to say it's it's 10. all right so it's not like a terrible number that's
0: pretty much what
2: i mean still it's the top ones. 160 players it's it's starting
1: it's start 11. okay 176 players that's a a
2: lot lot of starters yeah so like so i think you have to go for some risk there because it could be one guy in that week that literally makes the difference for you there if they score eight versus somebody that scores three. Yeah. Yeah. You not. Know, I, I
1: traded a second for Hunter Henry in that league. It's 2.0 PPR. Nice. Um, oh, that's pretty. And I, like, I feel like, you know, because this is the startup 16 teamer, I think people maybe aren't taking into account that a second rounder is at the earliest, the two Oh five. Right. You yeah. know? So like, I felt like that was a good ad. Cause it gives me depth, you know, and, just yep. any point scoring and he's 28. It's not like I'm just giving up the pick yeah. for this year. So um, yeah. I felt like that was a good trade this, this week. So maybe I'll, I'm going to do that. And I, and I do
0: think it's worth looking at, I mean, I played in a, in a 16 teamer for a few years with some industry guys. And those it's, I think sometimes it's not that people forget that, you know, like the 201 and a 16 is the 17th. It's just that, like, that's all you're getting. Like, because people are just like, you know, listen, this 201 is the best you're going to get for, you know, XYZ player. And rebuilding teams are so kind of hungry for assets that they're just kind of like, all right, like it's probably not a deal I would make in a 12-team league, but in this league, it's kind of what I'm going to get.
1: I feel like I'm more apt to spend my picks for players in yes. 16 team. Yeah. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like. Yeah. So, I mean, could you play, get play surefire for a pick pick third or four players, Yeah. Like, I'm going to trade my third for somebody. Like, trade the yeah. third for, like, uh, should I trade a third for, uh, oh, shit, what's the guy's name? From uh, Don't know. the running back for Indy right now, Zach Moss. Oh, Zach Moss. Yeah. Do that. Sure, I mean something like that. There is a
2: there is a uh, very real chance that he holds on to that job for the season, and he's.
0: I mean, he's doing great. There's also a chance that like he gets run out of town by Trey Sermon, but at that point, you're talking about the thirty third pick at best. Would you do it for Chubb? like the third i'll take the, I'll take the gamble at that point. Oh, yeah especially, especially since now it's you know they're saying it's just an acl it's not yep. like a total knee reconstruction it's like all right yeah i mean the likelihood
2: that he comes back and is a running back three for you versus the guy that you would pick next year in the draft with that pick being a running back three for you is significantly better no
1: I would think so. Yeah. I mean, even
0: like, you know, Puff, pass kick, you know, always correct us about, you know, Rico Suave-Daddle, like a third for him. He's He's actually
1: in my starting lineup right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I I must've been out for that part. Yeah, Yeah. Even a guy like that, who's like one Tony Pollard injury away from probably getting a lot of touches for the Cowboys, you know, kind of things like that where it's like all right you hear the name and you're not like ooh fantasy superstar but in you know the best case scenario that's the 33rd pick in the draft yeah okay cool like i'll take Rico Battles i mean i made it i made a trade in a sleeper league that Drew and I are in you know i traded a third for Jalen Warren
1: yeah that you was know, a good trade
0: and in a 14 teamer mine's probably going to be a bottom five pick, you know, yeah. Give me Jalen war I'll, I'll just take the eight, nine, 10 points in the flex when I need it, you know? So probably yeah. better than, you know, what the, four. Yeah, years. I
2: guess how, how are you guys looking at trades at this point now that we're three weeks in, you know, seven, 17 week season, you know, I tend to look at, you know, not only records I'm looking at, um, you know, points scored are, are people really, you know, it was a third place team that's three and all really deserving to be there. I know I've got a couple teams that have no business being undefeated right now, uh, but the matchups have been great. So how are you guys looking at, you know, your trade options and what are you trying to take advantage of at this point in the season where people feel like maybe they have, I don't know, do they have feel like they have a little bit of a sample size and they, people are maybe getting a little hubris around, I know what I've got versus, you know, there's still, there's still 13 weeks to play or 14 weeks before your championship's over.
1: I mean, I've been really just, I've been paying attention to my teams and seeing like my points scored and my record and, you know, just trying to keep track of like what I'm nervous about. Like, okay, if shit doesn't go right next week, I'm going to really be aggressive and get rid, you know, like I, because you want to be that first team if you're going to blow it up, or you got to look at the leagues and see if there's, already four teams blowing it up, you know, like, cause if that's the case, you're already way behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. Now you're only battling eight or nine teams to get to the playoffs. And then who knows? Right. So like, sometimes yeah. you just gotta, you have to base it off of what the your league mates are already doing. And like, I have a league where there's what three, four teams that are zero and three out of the 12 and they're all just dumping. So it's like, there's no point, even if I'm a middling team, like let's, let's make some moves like cheap moves for point scoring guys this year, you know, like Ooh. Thielen and things like that, guys that can help you for a few weeks and okay. um, see what it does, see what you can do. And, you know, maybe you catch lightning in a bottle in weeks 14 and 15, you know, and 16. So, um, but I'm definitely looking at those own three teams, regardless of points, because I want to, try to be that guy that's going to make them get be, you know, like make those offers now. So then they get some thinking about their team and going, I'm 0 three. I'm behind the eight ball. I want to get rid of, like, I don't want, if I go on four, you know, I'm in big trouble and mm-hmm. let me get, get rid of some of these guys now while I know I can, I don't want to risk these guys getting hurt. And then I'm totally effed, you know, and, so I'm, I'm definitely attacking those O and three teams. Um, and, but I have a lot of teams that are kind of in the middle. So I know like that. I'm not even sure I'm still giving myself a week or two before I make serious decisions on what I do with those teams. Um, which sucks, but I mean, I don't want to blow a team up before I have to, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I think it's, if you've kind of during the off season, I know a lot of people say, oh, the off season kind of dies a little bit, but like, even if you're not, you know, making a bunch of trades and, you know, figuring out what every player in the draft is doing and what their comp is like, hopefully you've looked at your teams and you've kind of said, you know, honestly, and Hector's tool for the, I mean, dynasty daddy, you know, has one where they'll tell you, you know, are you a contender? Are you a fraud? You know, they'll kind of tell you where you stand. But if you've looked at your team and kind of said, all right, this team is bad. If you're 3-0 and and you're like, you know, the seventh highest scoring team, you've just, you know, had the least amount of points scored against you, like this ain't the time to start trading your first and, you know, trying to get all these old guys because, you know, Likelihood is you're coming back down to earth, and you don't want to be strapped with no assets, and now you have, you know, a Mike Evans and a Raheem Mostert on that team that you're gonna get, you know, nowhere near value for. But you know, like Bill and I, we have you know the OG team, and we, I mean, that team is just is not doing it this year. But I also don't think we're like all of a sudden like all right, trade everybody, like everybody's got to go. We're we're Oh, and three, I think we're 0 and three in that league, you know, like, so you, you kind of have to be honest about like what your team is and what they're doing so that you don't get yourself in a position where, you know, I mean, I think Bill and I, in OG league, we have the type of team that could come back from 0 and three, make the playoffs and be okay. But if we trade everybody, that's not going to happen. So, um, but you got to be honest about it, you know, and then in the middle teams, you just got to pick a road. Are you tanking or or are you going for it? And then like Bill said, if you're going for it, look at those bottom teams. Like, what do they got? Do they got, you know, I'll bring them up again. Raheem Oster, Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, guys that we've kind of been talking about that are like, yeah, they're not sexy. Yeah, they're old, but they're probably going to help, you know, teams win championships. So, um, those kind of guys. But we've got a couple of questions at the end here. So we'll do yeah, these do and then we'll, then we'll roll out from our boy Puff Pass Kick, 12 team Super Flex. That is 0 and 3. Feels like I'm just a few players away from having a contending team. Can't seem to move Josh Jacobs. If all you could get was the 111 or 112, would you just hold? Um, I mean, I'll go first. Obviously, after, I, I mean, I know that was week two, but you know, you know, nine carries and negative two yards, you know, that, that that's going to sour people on Josh Jacobs a little bit. But I, I don't think I'm trading for the 111-112 right now. I don't know about you guys. Um, we've kind of seen Josh Jacobs get into these lulls and then bounce back. I think last year was the only year that he kind of went bell to bell and was just pretty good at every game. Um, so
1: Yeah. I, I thought he started out pretty slow last year from what I recall, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, Maybe it wasn't as slow as this year. Um, I, yeah, it's tough. Like I, it probably depends on your team, but like, if you feel like you're, you're close, I would still give it a week or two Um, because if you're, Oh, and three, like one wins, not going to change too much. You know, like Mm -hmm. I give it a couple weeks and see what happens. And I think people will be more, I think people are a little more hesitant to trade for running backs, like higher dollar running backs Mm -hmm. right now. I think they've, they've kind of learned like, why am I going to pay up um, when I can make do right now with uh, Zach, whatever, yes. if I keep forgetting his fucking name, Zach Moss or uh, Raheem Moster. you know, all these guys, old guys that I, I didn't pay anything for. But at some point, those guys might lose their job or get injured. And then that, like, when people are making a push for the playoffs, that's where J- Jacobs might command more. But if you feel like this is all you're going to get because you know your league better than us, like I mean, maybe uh, just being rid of them. And getting some value, because if he has a if he ends up this season like he has started it, uh, good luck getting a first for him. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I would look at, you know, the team that's offering you um, their first that you think is the one eleven one twelve. How how confident are you that they're really going to be a, a championship week team? And maybe they are three and zero, but they're third or fourth in points and. You know they just had a couple of guys hit that they didn't expect to hit the first couple of weeks, and that pick might actually improve for you a couple spots um, over the course of the season. So it's always murkier in the front, you know, front part of the season here. Uh, and for me, yeah, when you when I see a few players away from contending in a twelve team, that's a lot. Um, I'm I'm ready to move on. I, I'm yeah. ready. You know, if that's three or four players, yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm ready to to pack it in right now and you know try to go for Caleb Williams if he comes out or. Uh, drake may or whoever you think or if you want marvin Harrison next year try to get in that top three or four pick range where you can make a move for the guy you really want in the top end of the draft so i'd be okay taking it um
1: trying to get a thrilling it, yeah. player too though yeah yeah that's
2: yeah. that's absolutely what i was going to go with is yeah if you can get an additional anything to kind of hedge this move for you take it
0: yeah for sure those what else probably... we got here josh we got another one here from Kyle Miller, Terry, McC- Terry McLaurin, I can talk. And Kyron Williams for Jalen Waddell. Um, he says it's redraft PPR, by the way. Um, I don't care. Either way, um, gimme Waddle. Um, I'm, I'm, I know he's uh, got a little injury right now, but I mean, take, take that offense. I mean, give me, give me the pieces of that offense. I'm good with it.
1: I kind of like the other side. Um, Yeah, I feel like... uh, I guess it depends on your team. Like, if you're looking to condense assets. Like, you know, if you're deep at running back. But Kyron has zero competition. Um, He's getting every touch. Um, So, like... I feel like his value is greater than the difference between McLaurin and Waddle. Mm. And, like, it, I mean, it's a whole different answer for Dynasty, but redraft right. PP, redraft, Eileen the Kyron side.
0: All right, Drew, I Tyler.
1: I, I think I, I, think I, well. I, probably I think should
2: get more. Um, so, yeah, Eckler, Jacobs, Miles Sanders. Um,
1: then I can see making the trade to get Waddle. Um, so. Yeah, who are the
2: wide receivers you've got? While we're, while we're looking at it here.
1: Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't Once don't know. Eckler comes back. I mean, it's not like Sanders or Jacobs are lighting it up. Um,
2: Which you were right, Bill. Last year, Jacobs started off in, in traditional PPR, like eight points, nine points, 14 points in week three, and then started hitting those 20 plus weeks pretty okay. consistently after that. But it
1: still wasn't bad, like no compared no. not like this year.
2: Yeah, no, he didn't have a yeah. a, a dub like week two, but um, yeah, for this year, I mean, Waddle seems to be behind Tyreek still in the pecking order there. Um, you know, what do you think McLaurin's gonna do? I, I know Howell had an ugly week against the Bills defense, but that's not gonna be every week.
1: I
0: mean, is Howell even the quarterback? But I I, I want to roll that back for a second because. You said it's not going to be every week, but he still has four games against Dallas, and I know they got exposed a little bit, and Philadelphia. I think the Giants are a halfway decent defense, too, if you want to lump them in there, but I think the Giants and the – or, excuse me, the Cowboys and the Eagles are two of the more elite defenses in the league, and he's got four games against them. So, yeah, like, you know – is he? You know, he's not going. You know, Sam Howell's not going to get sacked nine times every week, but he he still got some tough defenses he's got to go up against in multiple games. So, um, I, mean, yeah, I mean, you look
1: can
2: look at the same these, for Waddle. Yeah, look but he's uh, look at these wide receivers though. You got Devonta Smith, Pittman, Judy has Flowers and Addison, nicely done. Um, but again, this is it. This uh, it feels like a dynasty player in their in their one or. Their one <laughs> redraft league here. Um, I mean,
1: that's me. I have yeah, one
2: redraft. I, <laughs> I'd work so real I'm hard in I'm not redraft
1: guy to answer this. But,
2: but um, yeah, I, I think with what you got here, if you're going to consolidate for better talent than Terry McLaurin or one of your starters, you know, I would not be moving Devonta Smith. But I, I feel like maybe this is a, a two-for-one wide receiver move more. Like Take a couple of these guys that maybe people are excited about, like Zay Flowers or Addison that's showing something early. You know, Pittman's flashed early, I, depending on what you believe in him, and and see what you can get there. Running backs are so, so much more fragile. I would be keeping the depth there, I think. Uh, but I feel the like makeup, in, the, yeah, in
0: redraft, you can kind of get – you could just get dudes off the waiver wire every week. It's possible. I mean – Yeah, I, I feel like your upgrade has to I be play. more than Waddle. Yeah, my I mean, my son and I play in a league, and we're literally just grabbing – the Gus Edwards and the, you know.
1: I mean, are you feeling any better starting Devonta, Pittman, and Addison? Is it that different, your comfort with Devonta, Pittman, and Waddle?
0: Yes, because I believe in the offense a little bit more, and I believe in the player a little bit more.
1: I mean, but, the, okay. Yeah, I yeah, feel like I'm, I kind of – I'd be comfortable starting that, those three, and I don't feel like – Yeah, I'd, if you had De-
2: Devonta McClure and Pittman.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Well, I think
1: that it would just – I would just be adding Kyron, right? Like that's that's where – I feel like adding Kyron to the depth of my running back is worth starting Flowers or Addison instead of Waddle. Yes. I don't think McLaurin's a starter for this team. Really. Until yeah, not he shows point, yeah, yeah. more consistency, right?
0: No, yeah, definitely not.
1: But if you're if your yeah. team is like deep, like I mean, I don't know how many like roster spots and starters you have, but like I mean if it's deep then or if or it's shallow, then I might be more willing to make the condensed move to walk. Yeah,
2: consolidate. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a good problem to have. It's good at, to have different
1: opinions too, because it's we don't know. <laughs> you know, we we have a <laughs> we don't know guesses. who's right. You know what I mean? It's just uh um and that's probably what you're dealing with too, the same thought process that you know Josh has versus what I have. So um
0: And Drew, what was your what was your tiebreaker? I think I missed it.
2: My I mean my knee-jerk reaction is I would rather keep Terry and Kyron. Uh, But once I saw the wide receivers here, I mean, I could go either way, but I I would typically rather for me, I think I am more conservative in redraft where I would rather know I have the depth at running back and not have to go in depending on what your waiver system is, especially if you're a good team and you know, you're going to be at the end of the waivers. um, Mm -hmm. Hopefully your league is doing fab at this point, but if it's not for some reason, or if you've blown your fab on something else, then I I like having that extra running back that I know is a, a starter sitting in my stable there. Um, and you've got so much depth at wide receiver. If, if somebody somebody flakes out or gets injured, you can replace somebody with a very similar type player. It's a long season.
0: Yeah, it is a long season. I, I think probably one of the, the main redrafts that the three of us play are, uh, is Scott Fishbowl, and settings are a little bit different. So it doesn't transfer one-to-one, but um, – i actually went this year with like a very shallow running back room which is not my normal strategy in uh in scott fishbowl but i am first in my division so i guess i guess it's worked so far but you know call me in three weeks when half of my half of my running backs are injured and i'm trying to figure out why i didn't grab guys but i did i did draft poop in in scott fishbowl though so that's good good for you good for you i actually want to go back and see how many people did that because i i gotta believe that number's small
1: yeah it probably was relatively
0: low all right yeah i know
2: kyle we didn't really get to a, a solid answer for you here but you got to hear some some different ways of approaching it but uh it's a season long man it's and it's a long season so have some fun with it um you know i think some same thing we're looking at with puff pass kick you know, just the, the first offer doesn't necessarily mean it's the, the final offer. So mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'd also be shopping around other places. So if you want to bump up a little bit and see if you can consolidate into, uh, uh, you know, if it's not Waddle, who's another guy that would maybe be, you know, a half step above Waddle for you that he might be able to target with some of these players and make a, you know, maybe a more substantial difference in the starting lineup each week. If you think about wide receivers.
1: It's tough because there's like a teardrop, right? Like if it's, yeah. um, it's like goes Amanra kind of, and then like a drop. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is Ayuk any
2: better for you guys, or you'd still prefer Waddle? Or is he in the same tier?
1: I think they're in the same boat. Same place.
2: So, yeah, this I think it does get down to maybe the, the nitty-gritty of, do you know your league mates well enough that uh, – you know, is somebody a Commander's fan that's going to give you a little bit more for uh, for McLaurin or somebody who's, uh, you know, maybe they're a, a Vikings fan that wants to get rid of and Raw for some reason. So have some fun with it. Hopefully you get something good that works out for you, though.
0: Yeah, good luck.
1: Yes, sir. All right. We all set? I
0: think that's the last question we had, right? Yes, it is.
1: <laughs>
0: I think, my, I think my camera's messed up. Sorry.
1: Yeah, you're de- there's definitely a delay there.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. Edit. I guess I'm, 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 I'm editing this portion out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do that. edit
2: that's awesome well uh yeah thank you for uh, everyone who joined us tonight it was fun to have some some back and forth love getting some of the updates uh of what your settings are so we can give some hopefully some better uh responses and ideas along the way but uh yeah if you get a chance rate and review us on whatever platform you use um we'll uh, continue to do this throughout the season here and i think we're having a lot of fun with this i know we've we've stretched past the hour that we committed to initially so we've still got some work to do on our end but uh thank you all for hanging out with us if you hear this on podcast later thanks for taking some time hopefully you made your commute go a little bit faster or whatever mindless tasks you got going on go a little bit faster here but uh, with that we will see you next week and we are out of here
1: late